What is up everyone? Welcome back to another video. Today we are having a look at how you fit both Mo Salah and Erling Haaland into your FPL team, still having a great squad around them. Welcome back everyone, FPL Harry here and today we're trying to do something I actually haven't done during preseason so far, is trying to fit Sal and Haaland into the same draft. We're going to go through a squad, we're going to talk about some potential changes you could make, but this is the squad that I'd probably go with if I was trying to fit Salah into my draft. Before we dive in, I'm going to try and hit 1,000 likes as always on the video. We are a week away from the Premier League and FPL being back, so if that's not a reason to subscribe, then I don't know what is. But I was looking back and I was thinking, oh, what video do I do this week on or today and I was thinking oh I've, I've done a lot of the videos that I wanted to tick off that I think are going to be useful and then I was something like hang on a minute I haven't actually spoken I don't think about Mo Salah since the game launched and we're a week away and I've not spoken about one of the best FPL assets to ever play the game I've spoken about him not being in my draft several times and now I'm not going to own him going into game week one I don't think but that doesn't mean that a lot of you are not considering owning him for game week one. He's still in, you know, one in four squads and a lot of people are considering him. So I thought, well, let me talk about what I would do if I actually had Mo Salah in my draft and what my team would look like around him. So we're going to dive in. We're going to go through it. Of course, Salah is going to be in here. In goal, we've found the money and we've gone with Onana. You can build a pretty good squad with him. And it was a bit of a reality check for me, this team, because I built the squad and thought, hang on a minute, I actually quite like it and I get to own Mo Salah. So there is part of me considering my next draft that I will upload, I think, next week. And then when I lock it in, might have Mo Salah in for the start of the season. But we've gone with Onana in goal, 5 million. It's the cheapest way for me that gets a reliable part of the Manchester United defence. The more I look at the Manchester United defenders and the, their fixtures that they have going forward is... I'm quite happy to own them for a long time. There's no period of a few games that I really like them from a defensive point of view, which is what I often look at when I'm owning a goalkeeper. They're players that I'm happy to own for a long period of time. Because you're not making goalkeeper transfers, it doesn't really matter if they have pockets of good fixtures or just a few good fixtures over a longer period of time. So he's in there. At the moment, we just don't really have a 4.0 goalkeeper. Exactly who it's going to be come the start of the season, we don't know. Flecken at Brentford has been really poor in preseason, so there is a chance that their backup there could be starting at 4.0, but at the moment, I've just gone with Ariola. Now, moving into defence now, and it's a good defence, but if you are going to go with Mo Salah, I do think you need to go and play a back four for the majority of the opening game weeks. The reason for this is it's very difficult to predict some of those five, five point million midfielders and strikers who are going to perform well early on in the season. However, it is much easier to predict a five, five and a half million defender who is going to do early well early on in the season. So for me, I do think a back four is probably the safest way to go when you don't have a lot of funds to spare because you're going Mo Salah and Erling Haaland in the same draft. So we've gone with John Stones, who is playing that midfield role. It does sound like Jao Cancelo might be off. Barcelona are coming in for him again. Either way, I think John Stones is my favourite Manchester City defender. Next to him, we've gone with Gabriel of Arsenal. Again, my favourite way of going into the Arsenal defence. David Raya could come in, he could... could take the place of Ramsdale but Gabriel has that goal threat Saliba slightly better for bonus points but generally I think Gabriel is the better of the two we have a Superman to cover that Brighton option as well their opening fixtures are really nice five million for him is a good price their opening three are great and then maybe we can look to potentially make a transfer going into game week four when their fixtures become a little bit more difficult but the underlying attacking data does mean that you can probably play 
a Stupanant in whatever fixture he has, unless it's maybe Manchester City. But worst case scenario, you could probably still play him in that one as well. And then the fourth starting defender is Ben Chilwell. He does look really good in preseason. He's on set pieces as well. He is getting far forward. He's in my latest draft as well. So I do really like him and probably my favourite Chelsea defender at the moment. Rhys James is back in the team. He has he did join preseason late, but does look like he's going to be available for game week one. It's just whether they manage him a little bit. He has had niggles. He has another one in preseason. It's just whether they're going to throw him straight in to play all the games early on in the season. And the final defender we've got is Kabore of Luton Town. Again, Luton Town do blank in game week two, but Kabore is playing wing back. He is playing right wing back for them. He has signed on loan for Manchester City, was at Marseille last season as well. So he, he is the favourite 4.0 I have at the moment. Bulldog does have a little bit of rotation at Sheffield United. Bayer at Burnley. There's pretty not that much to choose between them. So I have gone with the one that I think is probably more attacking on paper. Moving into midfield. Now, of course, Mo Salah is in there. The reasoning that people want Mo Salah partly is that Bournemouth at home feature in game week two. It's a great captaincy option when Haaland does play Newcastle at home. Plus, he's the most nailed person in that Liverpool attack. We've seen Darwin start. We've seen Gakpo start. We've seen Luis Diaz start. We've seen Jota start. And we just don't know who it's going to be. And I think it will depend on the fixture that they've got, right? A difficult fixture where they maybe, you know, want to press well. Darwin probably won't play. But then a fixture against Bournemouth, maybe Darwin will play that game. So there's going to be a lot of rotation, so it's very difficult to pick them. Mo Salah is the most nailed. And you pretty much know what you're going to get. He's going to be on penalties. He's going to score 200 FPL points again this season. So you're going to, you're not going to get that from many other players in the game. So it is just a safe route to points if you go and buy him. Then, of course, we've got Bakai Saka in here. So we're not, you know, downgrading him. We still want Bakai Saka in here. Even with Gabriel Jesus out, I still think I want a piece of the Arsenal attack. And Bakai Saka is the one that I want to go for. I don't necessarily love the attacking threat consistently of Odegaard. Martinelli looks like a good option, but maybe when we see a return for Gabriel Jesus, what exactly happens there? And Ketcher up front, you could do, but I feel like that's just asking for trouble. Saka on penalties as well is my favourite one. Then we have... Eze at Crystal Palace. He's the 6.5 I put in here just to chat about him a little bit. It could be any 6.5. My favourite at the moment is probably Embuemo, but Embuemo is on penalties. So is Eze. Eze does look like that main focal point of the attack at Crystal Palace at the moment. Plus their opening run of fixtures is not bad. They play Sheffield United on the opening day as well. Then we have Bruno Fernandes. So this is one of the little places that you had to save a bit of money is go Fernandes over Marcus Rashford. But if they are signing a striker, it means Rashford's not going to play up front. Fernandes does look good going forward. He does have set pieces. He does, of course, have penalties as well. So at the moment, we have Bakai Saka on penalties, Salah penalties, Eze penalties, Fernandes penalties. Now, I'm not saying pick players solely because they're on penalties, but it does help and it is an extra route to points as well. And then the 4.5 million midfielder that we have is Anderson of Newcastle. Now, he's not normally a starter. He normally gets appearances off the bench, but he's been so good in preseason. And Eddie Howard said, this is the chance for players who don't always start to stake a claim for that starting position. And he mentioned, he name dropped Anderson in that sentence. He could start the season. And even if he doesn't, he could be one that comes off the bench regularly. He's been scoring goals, getting assists, and he was pretty good at the end of last season as well. 4.5 million is fine. He can just sit on your bench as well. And then we go up front and it is, of course, Haaland. So this draft is Haaland and Salah. I don't need to dive into a lot of detail about why I've gone with Erling Haaland. And then we've got Jackson in here. Now, this team does live nothing in the bank, but also Nkunku did pick up a slight injury for Chelsea on Wednesday evening. I think he'll probably be fine for game week one. He's actually in my draft at the moment, but Jackson is going to be fine. There is rumours and links for Vlahovic, but I do still think Jackson will be number one for the first few games of the season while they see whether Vlahovic is going to be ready if Chelsea do end up signing him as part of the Lukaku out deal to Juventus. 
And then Obama of West Ham is my favourite 4.5 at the moment, unless Balogun does leave Arsenal or Balogun does get a starting role at Arsenal while Gabriel Jesus is out. So this is a 4-4-2. If, for example, you know, you wanted to make a little change, you could drop Jackson and go for another 6.5 million midfielder and then go and get another 4.5 million striker and play a 4-5-1. That's also something that I don't mind. You could go and buy... I don't know, the likes of Matoma, the likes of Mbwemo, the likes of Diaby at Aston Villa as well. If you wanted to go from Jackson up to Nkunku, you could downgrade potentially Onana to a 4.5 million defender. You could downgrade John Stones to a 4.5 defender and upgrade Kabore and rotate two 4.5 defenders in there, save a little bit of money. But this is probably the basis of what I would go with. And I think it looks really, really nice. I don't think you've sacrificed very much at all to try and fit Salah into this draft. And it's really made me think about my team as well. So let me know, A, have you got Salah in your draft at the moment in the comments? But B, has this actually made you think, hang on, if I don't need Jesus at 8 million and I can go Jackson at 7, stuff starts to fall into place a little bit. Has it made you think about actually owning Salah or are you just dead set on not owning him, which is also absolutely fine. But thank you for watching the video anyway. As always, we're going to try and hit 1,000 likes on the video. There are seven days left of FPL. I'll be uploading every single day, plus live streams as well are coming back at least two before the game week one deadline. Thank you all so much for watching. I hope you've enjoyed. I hope you found it useful or interesting. Like and subscribe before you go. And I'll be back again very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.